Welcome back to the PCC podcast. I'm your host, Marissa Roy, and at PCC Permanent Change Coaching, where we help women just heal the inner parts of themselves and create a better relationship with their body, with food, with fitness, and transform from the inside out to become their most confident selves. So today, we're going to be talking about a topic near and dear to all of our hearts, water intake. So to get started, let's talk about what happens when we are missing this thing. So number one, what we are missing, when we're missing this thing, we will likely have a lot of cravings, have a lot of maybe headaches, have low energy, have poor digestion, maybe have constipation. Um, All of these things are symptoms of this one thing that we really need to make sure that we do. And that is drinking enough water. Drinking enough water is the most underrated thing that you can do for your health and your fat, fat loss. And not only that, but your metabolic health and your ability to allow your body to process nutrients, let go of body fat, digest regularly, all of these things. So much of your body is, is dependent on water intake. And you know, when they say our body is 70 something percent water, I mean, that's true. Like, and ultimately water is such an important part an important element in our life. And so it would be really silly to think that we couldn't lose the weight that we want to lose and be our healthiest, best selves without this. So, um, when it comes to water, how much, right? That's the very first thing that we want to tackle. How much water is the right amount? And so this is definitely going to vary depending on the person, but where you can start is half your body weight in ounces of water. So if you weigh 200 pounds, 100 ounces of water would be perfect. If you weigh, for example, 150 pounds, then at least 75 ounces of water is a great starting place and is usually fairly attainable for most people to get to after they haven't been really drinking water at all. Now you might need to step it up a little bit more slowly than that. So for example, if you, there was, we had a client at one point who basically said before our program, she was drinking two Mountain Dews a day and that was it. And obviously that to basically, I think her goal needed to be a hundred plus ounces of water per day. That is a very large jump. So we didn't ask her to do that right away. Um, we stepped it up so you can go from zero to maybe 30 ounces, 24 ounces, then to 48 ounces, then maybe to 64. Um, A lot of water vessels go in those increments, but 64 ounces is essentially half a gallon. 128 ounces is one gallon. Um, So when you are starting out with your water intake, first and foremost, take into account what is half of your body weight in ounces, And then second, what are you actually drinking right now? Because those might be two very, very different things. And if they are, I would encourage you to find the middle ground there and work towards that. But then you're going to really want to step it up and get to half your body weight in ounces. And then from there, it's going to be very circumstantial depending on I mean, the color of your pee, like if your pee is still bright yellow, you are probably dehydrated. If you feel dehydrated, you're probably very dehydrated. So if that is still the case, then I would just look at having more water and things that can make you need more water than just half your body weight in ounces is the more exercise that you do, the more that you sweat, the more you spend time in the heat. Um, Those are all reasons that you might need more water. And so more is not always better. There is such a thing as too much, but it's pretty hard to do, especially with 
how little water people typically drink. So that would be where I would start and how I would assess what you need. And when you're a fairly active person, you've got the half your body weight in ounces thing down and you're working out a bunch, I would say you're gonna wanna aim towards 100 plus ounces or closer to a full gallon per day if you lean more on that side of the spectrum. But again, take baby steps to get there. Now, let's talk about troubleshooting, getting in more water, because that is a common, common complaint that we have from our clients in our program, and that I'm sure you all will have as you listen to this episode and try to implement these tools, right? So how do we get more water in? So number one, the vessel is actually very, very important. So I have a Stanley cup, I know they're super basic, but honestly, the thing you drink out of needs to be something that you look forward to drinking out of and is easy for you to bring around. So the thing about a Stanley Cup that I love is that it, it fits into the cup holder compartment of pretty much every car, which the top end of it wouldn't, but the bottom does. It's 40 ounces, so I really only need like three of them or so to hit my goal for the day. It has a straw, so I'm able to just drink out of it. I'm not at risk for spilling anything. And it's insulated, so it keeps your drinks really cold if that's the temperature that you want it at. So that is overall a really great recipe for wanting to drink my water as much as possible, right? Um, or some people really prefer to drink out of like plastic vessels versus like those metal insulated vessels, those aluminums, um, and it really depends on what is best for you. Some people get really picky about like, I can taste the metal, I can taste the plastic, and they don't like that. But um, you really have to ask yourself what's gonna be enjoyable for you. Um, and on top of that, you know, temperature of the water plays a role. I actually put a poll up the other day when I was traveling because there was a water dispenser that had a hot water setting, a cold, ice cold water setting, and a room temperature water setting. And I was like, wow, I've never seen that before. And I'm so glad because I love room temperature water. I absolutely love it. And I hate drinking ice cold water. Um, I don't have super sensitive teeth or gums, but I just don't like it. I can't drink, I guess it's because I can't drink it as fast or as much, uh, but yeah, I just really prefer room temperature water. So, you know, basically figuring out what temperature of water you want to drink, right? Do you put a bunch of ice in it or do you drink it closer to just whatever comes out of the fridge? And is that okay? Because that's going to make a difference in how easy it is for you to drink it. These are things that I know they seem stupid, but you do need to think about them. And then another thing you can do is just getting different kinds of flavorings for your water that you can appreciate that you would enjoy drinking. So for years and years and years, I would put BCAA powders in my water and I would just drink that all day long because it flavored the water in a way that was easy for me to drink and I would be able to chug that down. Now, however, supplements can be very expensive. So an alternative to that would be like crystal light packets and like Arnold Palmer drink mixes, like a lot of those are like zero, five or 10 calories per packet and can flavor a whole, you know, 16, 24, even 32 ounces of water, depending on how strong you want the flavor. And, you know, I'm very much a proponent of, I know people are gonna be like, oh my God, the sugar, alcohols, the chemicals, those are bad. Pick your poison, okay? Like if you're gonna be super dehydrated versus having a little bit of chemicals with your water, I'm gonna go with, drinking the water, right? So um, it's really just like really being rational about what is the 
biggest net positive for you in any given moment. That is the thing that I think is the most important to remember whenever you get into those like debates of like, is the sugar bad? Is this bad? Should I have this instead of this? It's like, where can you find the net positive for yourself? Because that's going to be the key to you finding what you can stick to and what's going to be realistic for you in the long run. Because as much as, you know, the little details, getting it perfect sounds great. It's not great in practice. And so, the flavoring of the water, the temperature of the water, and like, you know, you can have sparkling water sometimes. I'm sure that's fine. Um, but I just wouldn't count like coffee or soda, although those are water-based. Those are a little bit more because they're caffeinated. They're not going to bring, actually, this is a myth. This has been dispelled. So, you know, I could be wrong here. There's new research coming out that shows that coffee, soda, is just as hydrating as regular water. However, I just don't count it for the sake of, that's never how I've counted it before in the past. Like if it is like a water or a sparkling water, then it counts, but otherwise I'm not counting it towards my hydration just because I wanna get as much plain water as I can in or plain or flavored. Now, a couple tips to get water in easier. Biggest one is starting your day. And there, this is actually really important because it's not only just easier to get all your water intake in if you start early and kind of front load, but think about the timing of it and what's actually gonna serve your body best. You wake up after an eight hour fast, no water, no food at least, right? And if you go more time without having any water, your body is just perpetually dehydrated and it's going to have an impact on your energy. So there, it's actually better to drink a little bit more water to start your day. So I would say front load your day by having 16, 24, 32 ounces of water right off the bat. What I do is I have a greens powder mixed into water um, so that I can get a bunch of micronutrients, vitamins, minerals, fibers, probiotics in first thing in the morning. Also, it tastes good. And I just knock that out first thing and then I have my water in my Stanley. So another 40 ounces on top of that. And I'm usually done with one of those by like nine or 10 a.m. And then I'm way ahead, right? And then the key here is why this is important is because it prevents the whole waking up to pee three times in the middle of the night because if you wait all day to get your water in, not only are you basically dehydrated all day and hydrated at night for what, right? Then you have to wake up to pee to get it all out in the middle of the night and then your sleep is disrupted and then it's like, what's really the net positive here, right? So get your water in early as much as you can and then if you hit your goal by like 4 or 5 p.m., great, then just like sip on water as you need for the rest of the day, but that way you don't have to chug anything down before you go to bed and ruin your sleep. So those are some of my best tips for getting your water in, how to do it, different strategies, tips that will probably help. I hope that this was valuable for you. Let me know if it was. Give this podcast a five-star rating and reviews, review if you found it helpful. And yeah, just give me a follow on Instagram if you found this useful or if you want to join the group that I have been basically using these topics as duplicate episodes for our Facebook group. Um, you can also join there. We have a ton of free content for you there. But thank you so much for listening. I hope that this was valuable for you. Thank you for your time and for your attention as I know that's the most valuable resource there is. And I'll hope to see you back here next week.